Gosh, Mickey, we're in a whole new year. No, oh, that's right, Goof. We got a whole new year started. Things are starting off pretty quick. Oh boy, I'm getting, I'm so excited. This just went to shit really That was quick. not Goofy. Yeah, no. Gosh, <laughs> you're right, Mick. Goofy, what, what, what happened to your voice? Now my Mickey voice is disappearing too. That, that's just a sign that you shouldn't be doing these voices. We were hoping you'd jump in, but no nope. one knew that you wouldn't. No, I'm just going to be Mrs. Piggy. She's a bitch, and I enjoy her immensely. All right, anyways. Hello, everyone. Happy New Year. Welcome back to the Burnout Brighter podcast. We're on episode 19. 19. 19. Can we say that, like, a little more enthused? Mm-hmm. We're on episode... 19! 19. 19 Girl Squad! Yeah! Teen Girl Squad! Teen Girl Squad! Yeah, episode 19 in 2020, coming to you from the future. That's right, it's the future here. Um, I'm pretty sure it's going to be... Shout out to 2020 day. for everybody. Yeah. They, they don't need to know that. They don't know when we're recording. That's true. The future. <laughs> future, future. If this is your first time checking us out, we are a video game, mental health, and whole bunch of other stuff podcast where we talk about games, we talk about how they make us feel and why they are important, and also just talk about a whole lot of bunch of different stuff nowadays. About all kinds of things, guys. That's correct. We're working hard behind the scenes on the podcast. We have some cool stuff coming up that we're pretty excited about, and we're looking forward to a new year of us taking this to the next level. You can catch us on all the major podcast providers, including Spotify, Google Play, Apple, and so on and so forth. Etc. Etc. <laughs> Down the long, <laughs> mosey road. Through the grapevine. <laughs> over the bridge and under it as well. Maybe over the rainbow, too. Possibly right in to that pot of gold. On cloud nine. In a bed. Why in a bed? I don't know. <laughs> I didn't have anything else to say. I can show you the world. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if, so yeah, you know, for... he started fucking like singing it, even though he didn't know the words while we were in Japan. He started singing, "I can show you the world." Yes. You mean a whole new world? No, I can show you the world. <laughs> a whole new world's the old one. Okay, I can show you the world's the new well, one. Well, I can have a tune stuck in my head without knowing the words. <laughs> he was like, "I, I can show you my bird." <laughs> Where is my bird? I want my bird. Where is my bird, baby? Baby. <laughs> Uh, on this week's podcast, we're going to be doing things a little bit different again. Because it is the beginning of the year and everybody's been on holidays, news has been pretty much non-existent. So what we're going to be doing this episode is we're going to spend the front half of the episode talking about our personal games of the year from last year, um, from 2019. And it's not necessarily games that we came out in 2019, but it is games that we played in 2019. Uh, we'll be doing three each, kind of going one by one, given talking a little bit why it stood out to us amongst the other games that we've played over the year. And in the back half of the episode, we're going to be talking about us. We're going to be talking about things that we kind of we're proud of and things that we want to change about ourselves going into the new year and where we want to see the podcast go. So this episode is brought to you by us. And Dollar Shave Club. And Mentos, the fresh maker. And Taco Bell. N- none of who sponsored us. But, none. But none. they will. Mentos is definitely going to sponsor us. Yeah. We do all kinds of crazy shit for Mentos. Yeah, we and do. And Klondike bars. Yeah, I was about to say Klondike bars. 
I was just thinking, I was like, what's that ice cream? I mean, why else would I would be Would you wearing? kill a man for a <laughs> Klondike bar? I mean, maybe. Depends on how long it's been since my last Klondike bar. Yeah, true. Uh, speaking of which, uh, hi, Dan. Hi. How you doing? I'm okay. How's life? It's good. Yeah? Yeah. You went to Japan? I did. How was that? It was good. Yeah, you enjoyed it? It was great. Okay. Destiny, good. how are you? Good. It was great. It was good. Yes, hi. Hi. How you doing? I am doing pretty well. How's life? It's, you know... We haven't talked since last year. I know, it's been <laughs> ages. It's been at least hours since we left work together. You have missed me. I, I have. have missed you too. You also went to Japan? I did you go to Japan. You went with Darren? I, I went to Japan and Darren came along. Right. <laughs> Unfortunately for her. <laughs> no. See, like... they messaged me like the morning of being like, oh, by the way, we didn't tell you about Japan. Japan can you make it? And, and he I was, was like, nah. And I was like, nah, sorry, I gotta feed Destiny's cat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, cool. All right, well, Darren, I got a question for you. Okay. If I could show you the world... Mm-hmm. Oh, God, I like where Shiny, this is going. Shiny, shimmering wonder. Where would you want me not to take you? Ooh, oh, oh, oh. Okay. Oh. Where, oh. That's right. Um, you thought you knew where that was going. But you didn't. But I, I didn't. took it straight into a cliff. Yeah, um, I mean, I probably wouldn't want you to bring me to, like, Bosnia. Why? What's or, wrong with Bosnia? Or, like, Russia. You're going to upset all one person from Bosnia that might listen to this. Yeah, what's what's wrong with Russia? Uh, the, the corruption. And oh, the, but there's corruption everywhere, right? That's true. Um, I just, I don't want to be hurt. And I feel like I will be hurt in those places. Okay. But, like, are you going to kick shit up in those places? Like, I feel you know? like you're like you won't get hurt. <laughs> like, I feel like I'm like the demographic. You are like yeah, you definitely fit into the demographic. <laughs> Cold white people is pretty much ninety nine point nine percent of Russia. That's true. I am very pale. Well, you know, when life gives me free plane tickets to Russia, you take them. Yes. All right. Is this is this a birthday present? Yeah. We actually signed you know, up for one of those things yeah. where you get those like mail order brides, and so that's why he brought it up because um. Oh. I need to know where not to send them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought you were gonna make me a mail order bride. No. And then you were oh, gonna send me to Russia. He could be a mail that he, order oh, bride. Oh, and the pun is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alright, cool. Uh, okay. Destiny, to yes. keep up with the the Disney Aladdin theme, mm-hmm. if you came across a magic lamp. Oh, shit. And let's say you knew mm-hmm. this genie mm-hmm. would take any loophole possible when you make your wish. Well, that's what they do, actually. Right. So what would be your one wish that you know would be loophole proof to get you what you want? Oh, that's like, that's going to take some time to think about because then I have to think about all the possible loopholes. Right. Okay, you know what, Darren, why don't you ask me a question as Destiny Moses over? Yes. Okay. I guess we're going to keep this Disney theme going. Sure. If you were to be reincarnated right. as any Disney princess. As any Disney princess, okay. Any Disney princess and not including Marvel and Star Wars. No, like classic Disney. Classic okay, wait, Disney princesses. Disney and Disney Pixar, or like classic animated Disney. I'll include Pixar. Okay. In this. Okay. W- which Disney princess would you want to be, and why? Okay. I feel like I would want to be. Uh, maybe this is cheating. I'd want to be Vanellope. 
Oh. <laughs> I don't think that's cheating. No, okay. it's not cheating. Because, like, she was in the scene with all the other Disney princesses in Wreck-It Ralph 2. And she, isn't she actually a princess? Yeah. yeah. Yes. So that's what I mean. I feel like she just gets to play video games all the time and hang out with her friends. Yeah. And they get to go online and do weird shit. And, like, she also has the glitch power, so she can basically, like, crawl her way around places. So I would go with Vanellope. I'd, I'd, I'd want to be Vanellope. Good answer, man. Thanks, man. Thanks. Have you okay. deliberated? Yes. Back to you and the genie. Um, What's going down? My Do I get three wishes? What's your one? My one wish... If Like, let's say you have three, but what is the one that the you The first have? wish would be able to make my other two wishes without any fine print, trickery, loopholes, or <laughs> any of the shit that he could possibly do to fuck up my wish. Okay, yeah. is there a way to break this? Uh, let me think. So you, so your phrasing was that the next two wishes would be devoid of any consequences, negative consequences. Okay. Okay. I th- that negative consequences. Yeah, if it's positive consequences, then it's not really a consequence. Yeah, that's true. But I've... like, but like, what if it's like say like say like you're like you like oh I wish I was famous. Okay. Right. But let's say the way that you became famous was something, like, not inherently bad, uh-huh. but maybe strange or weird. I mean, like, that's okay, as long as it's not bad. Okay. So as long as it's not negative. Okay. Yeah, I think that sounds pretty airtight to me. Shit. Using the genie's influence to protect itself, that... That's pretty good. If anybody thinks of a way that they could break this, let us let know. Us know. <laughs> right in. You can catch us Instagram, BurnoutBrighter7. Facebook is going to be live very, very, very soon. Yes. Or email at us at BurnoutBrighter7 at gmail.com. Alistair is going to be the first one. I was going to be like, well, well technically. Please break this. Yeah. I want I want to well, see. Well, the genie never says you can't have those. And whenever he reads off the rules, he just can't bring people That's back true. from the dead or da 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 He never said that. that right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think I'm set to make my other two wishes. All right. Pretty cool. Cool. Awesome. Great. So, moving on to the games. Or, or, if I had to make that wish, I would say, I would make my wish and say that any negative consequences happen to the genie instead of to me. Ooh. So, because he has to take something, right? Like, when he gives something, it's it's always like the a The law of equivalent exchange. Yes. For anybody who's watched Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, <laughs> anything that comes has an equally opposite Yes. Thing. It has to come from somewhere. Yeah, so just you, take you, it from him. You can't create with you can't create without destroying. Right. Yes. So exactly. by the time I end my third wish, he would have destroyed himself and then we could all move on and be happy. Woo-hoo. Nice. Good call. <laughs> Again, if anybody can break it, let us know. Okay, cool. Uh, moving on to That was a good the, question. I really had to think about that. Thanks. <laughs> thanks. I'm getting better at this, guys. New year, new me. New year, new me. These questions going to be better. Still next, not thought about before. Next, next podcast, he'll be back on his old bullshit. If I have to if clean... If you had a dildo. If I had to clean Darren's shoe. <laughs> how would he do it? Uh, let's talk about what we've been playing a little bit. Um, Darren. I am not going to spend pretty much any time talking about this because I bought a lot and I've been playing a lot. Okay. I bought a Switch, finally. Nice. Um, Switch crew. And I currently have Dark Souls Remastered, Luigi's Mansion 3, Cuphead, Baba is You, and I've played a bit of all of them except for Luigi's Mansion 3. Okay, give me two sentences on each. Uh, 
Dark Souls Remastered is Dark Souls. It's the same. It's it's great. The only downside is that's like five sentences. Downside is what? Finish the finish. downside. Destiny <laughs> is that the audio is worse than the original release on Switch. Okay. It's actually like very strangely compressed, but it only happens sometimes, not all the time. So it's not the worst. Okay. Um, but I'm so excited to play it with my brother who also has it. And so next game, Cuphead, very hard. It is. It's. It's hard. I played two boss fights and one run and gun level, and I've died like. 10 times on all of them. The The game is as hard as it's predicted, but very addicting. And I love the art style of music. I'm curious to try co-op with you. Yeah. Okay. Great. And then finally, I, the one I played the most is Baba Is You. And Baba Is You has bent my mind in ways I did not think it could be bent. And it's absolutely amazing. And I am stuck on one level that is just kicking my butt so hard and it's frustrating me just thinking about how I'm supposed to solve it. Darren, will I like this game? Probably not. Okay, fair enough. But yes. you can try it if you'd like. I will try it, but I saw it, saw the reviews, and I'm like, no. Sorry, no. <laughs> it's puzzles for the puzzle lovers, and I'm in neither one of those categories. <laughs> puzzles or, or puzzle, puzzle lovers. lovers. Okay. Destiny, what about you? Um, I've just been playing Black Desert Online. Yeah? How's the grind? Um, I I don't really think of it as a grind, like, because I go in and I just beat the shit out of stuff, and so I like it. What level are you at now? <clears throat> 27. 27? Nice. Yes. Because the grind up until, what, 50 is okay-ish, and after that, apparently it gets super um, hard, I think after 50, it becomes, like, PvP on any server, no matter where you are. Oh, no But, like, shit. you'll run into areas, and it'll be like, okay, this is combat, like... You run into a combat zone, and that means other players can, like, fight you and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. <clears throat> or I'm not high enough to do that yet. Okay, so. cool. Um, for myself, mm-hmm. what have you been playing, Matt? Well, thanks, Hey, Goofy. Matt. <laughs> thanks, Goofy. What have you been playing? Well, thanks, Goofy. Uh, well, we just had vacation, and Senna and I had a nice staycation with the new puppy, so I've actually played a little bit of a few different things. Um, I, had a, I had a day where I was like... I'm going to play a whole bunch of shit. I'm going to play Death Stranding. I'm going to catch up on Outer Worlds. Mm. I played nothing but Disco Elysium all day. Wow. Um, That game continues just to grab me. The writing continues to be fantastic. Every time I think I'm getting, not tired of it, but like I'm like, oh, I wonder if the next day is going to be the same thing. The game throws something new at you. It's superb. And like for, for me, like I'm not usually into these types of games, but this one has me completely. I played a little game called A Short Hike. Okay. It's a Steam game, um, and I saw a bunch of articles going around about it, saying that like it was fantastic, short, and fun. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. Uh, basically, if you take Celeste and mash it with Animal Crossing, oh. you have a short hike. And, and I have no idea like that would work. You're like this little bird, and you have to climb the mountain. But it's much more of a relaxed thing. The okay. story that it tells... Um, it's it has some of the depth that and like the realness that like I, I had like very night in the woods vibes playing it as well. Right. Oh really? Yeah. It's I like that it's game. super cute. It's not difficult whatsoever. Um, it's more about just kind of exploring the island, getting to the top and interacting with the other animals along the way. It's like eight bucks on Steam, so if you're at all interested, grab it. Uh, I really enjoyed it. it. It took me about an hour and a half to finish, so it's not like it's a long very cool game. Um, I dabbled with Outer Wilds. Mm-hmm. It made me sick. 
Yeah, that's unfortunate. Like, physically sick. I got motion sickness playing that game, and I play VR without... And you don't get motion sickness at all with that. Not much anymore. Yeah. Um, I definitely will go back to it, because from... I did. It's not that I didn't enjoy what I played, but it made me... Like, I played probably about 45 minutes of it and had to stop just because, like, my face was flush, and I was overheating, and like, yeah. I, was like, I was not feeling well. And I wasn't, like, hungover or anything playing it either. Yeah. But it... The way that it handles its camera out in space and stuff, it yeah. did not sit with well. I know with the, me. the controls are pretty hard to get used to too. So maybe after you've gotten more gotten more used to it, you can control like the frame of reference a little bit better. Maybe to stop it from being so spinny. Yeah, because it's very spinny, especially when things go wrong. Yeah. Um. But like I said, I appreciate what it was doing. I hope to go back to it. I am gonna go back to Death Stranding and stuff <laughs> as well. Um. The other game that I started and played a bit of is Slay the Spire. Oh yeah. Um. Super cool so far. Uh. It's kind of got. It feels like roguelike deck building. Mm-hmm. Um, you basically use these cards to deal damage. Think kind of like Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memory style. Right. Um, really cool. I'm enjoying it so far. Ooh. And the other thing that I want to talk about very, very quickly before we hop into our Game of the Year list. Uh, I have joined Julia Hardy, who is a British... She's like a television presenter. She's been on a whole bunch of shows. Personality. Yeah, she's a personality. She hosts a podcast as well. She's very much into video games and into physical fitness. She put out a call on Twitter basically being like she's developing a new video game-centric workout program. I messaged. Luckily enough, I got in. So for the next 30 days, I'll be joining her and a a small select group of other people in her alpha squad. Um, I'll keep you guys posted as it goes. Um, Julia's been super accommodating and super sweet so far, so I'm really, really excited to get started. I'm going to get going on it today after the podcast, actually, so keep it locked because she. you'll be yeah. hearing lots about it over the next month. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck to Get me. fit. Get fit. And don't forget to stretch your legs, I'm as not... we Fit Trainer would say. Yeah. Oh, sorry, one more thing. I played Green Fit Adventure. Oh. Um, been playing that. Hilarious. It's oh. way better than I thought it was going to be. Um, the mechanics work super well. Like, I don't get why it works as well as it does. It's fucking hard, <laughs> and it's exhausting. But, again, I'm going to be playing a lot more of that as I'm going over the next 30 days as well, so I'll talk more about that next week. Nice. Cool. All right, guys, let's get into our personal game of the year list. So, in just because we don't want to spend, you know, an hour talking about each list, we're going to be doing three games each. And the way that we decided to do our Game of the Year list isn't games that necessarily came out in the past year, but they are games that we've played in the past year. Mm-hmm. We'll be doing three each, talking a little bit about why each game was important to us or why it stood out to us kind of compared to many of the other games that we played over the last year. And honestly, Game of the Year is one of my favorite podcast topics uh, I always love listening to the different game of the year shows that I listen that you know the kind of funny guys easy allies what's good their game of the year shows are some of my favorites so I'm really fucking excited to do one of our own um, because these episodes always meant so much to me listening to these guys talk about what mattered to them in the last year so without further ado Darren would you like to start us off and give us and again we're not necessarily going like this is my Game of the year, second, third kind of thing. Yeah. We're just talking about three games that stood out to us. Yeah. So, Darren, can you hit us with your first game of the year? Sure. And I'd like to preface mine by saying I did only choose games for 2019. I played a lot of games this year, but only six of the ones that I actually completed 
uh, were from 2019, but I still wanted personally to talk about the 2019 games. Okay. Um, and I only wanted to talk about games that I finished start to finish, so as much as I love Death Stranding, I have not included it on this list. Fair. Um, so the first game I like to talk about is Resident Evil 2. Okay. Um, the remake. The remake. Right. I was not expecting to like it as much as I did, and that sounds kind of weird considering that I really do like survival horror games, and I like the Resident Evil series, but... But you've played Resident Evil 2 before. I've never played Resident Evil 2 before. You've never played it, okay. I've never played it. I've played Resident Evil 1. Uh, I played the remake that came out for the GameCube, and um, that was my favorite Resident Evil game. I liked it better than Resident Evil 7. I liked it better than Resident Evil 4. I like that classic Resident Evil 1 um, because I love the feeling of being in like a intimate location that slowly expands over time, and I like the puzzle elements of the game. Um, and Resident Evil 2 remake, since it's based off the original, which did the same thing, does that, but just even better. It really raises all the stakes, and like you're going to like bigger locations, and there's a really nice like flow to the story, mm-hmm. uh, and. It's, it still has that feeling of, like, an ever-expanding, um, like, location. Unfortunately, after a while, you do kind of, like, leave the police station, which, as everybody says, is, like, the best part of the game. Um, but I also loved the other locations in the game. And I, I just wanted to pick this one because it, it really is, in my opinion, like, proof that Resident Evil is still, like, the king of survival horror. Is, uh, it, is it the best Resident Evil? In my opinion, yes. Okay. In my opinion, it's the best Resident Evil. It's my favorite now, out of the whole series. Nice. Um, and Resident, like, survival horror should take notes, because in my opinion, this is where, this is the style that it should be following. Um, I don't really like Outlast and Amnesia, The Dark Descent, that kind of style of always running away from things. Right. Resident Evil 2 is the perfect blend of horror, of um, exploration, of mystery, and of combat, like action, like mis- yeah, action, yeah, yeah. It's all it all comes together. It's nice, flawless survival horror. I'm really curious to try it again. I just my puzzle aversion for in games like that, especially how up to some Resident Evil Two puzzles can be. Uh, Res Resident, did you play the original Resident Evil Two? No. So yeah, I, I mean, compared to Resident Evil Seven, I think is what you meant. Right. Um, I'd say this was easier to figure out the puzzles. Okay, maybe I'll give it a whirl. Yeah. As if there isn't enough to play. I know, right? <laughs> Destiny, what about you? What's your first game of the year? My first game of the year is Starbound, which was actually produced by Chucklefish. Nice. Um, basically, it's this game where you're kind of like your planet gets destroyed and you have to go out and find resources to stay alive. So you're visiting new planets with the new stars and new alien types. You're getting a lot of like weapons and it's like constantly upgrading and constantly exploring and gathering and I love it. So that's the game that it came out in 2016. But I played it last year with a friend, so you can actually like co-op in the game and it's just really oh, you can play the whole thing co-op. I didn't know that. Yeah. What about it drew you in? What? Oh, what, what? about it drew me in? I yeah. was like, what did he say? <laughs> um, 
the art style and it, it just feels very nostalgic like the art style feels very nostalgic and you know i have like a soft spot for like games is that it, are pixelated is it survival based like are you trying to stay alive yeah 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 because i know you also have a thing for kind of those survival games that aren't Yes. I in do. your face too much, but... Yeah, not like... Yes. Yeah. No, so, yeah, you have to get resources, you have to stay alive, um, you can get pets, you also recruit people for your ship, they can go out with you as you go exploring, and, like, those are NPCs that you're recruiting. Right. Um, it's pretty dope, because, like, the Earth gets destroyed, so it's basically, like, you're one of the only survivors and there actually is a story arc so even if you finish the story you can still go and play and build and like do all kinds of shit but basically you're trying to defeat this being that ended up destroying your planet and is destroying other planets and it's part of like this ancient culture and that's so cool there's a lot going on in the game that's awesome yeah so is like unraveling that mystery the main focus of the game I would say it's part of the game. I wouldn't say it's the main focus because, like, you can go off and build roads. <laughs> Not really, but you can go off and do a lot of other stuff, and the game is still, like, it's interesting. There. It's there when you want it. Yes, but if you want to finish the story, you can. Nice. That's very cool. Can you pet your pets? No. <laughs> Most of the pets are like monsters that you catch, kind of oh, okay. like Pokemon. Yeah. So like you can go out and you can catch them in little capsules, and then you can use them. Later oh, nice! To That's like cute. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. Pretty dope. All right. All right, Matt. What is your game number one? My first game of the year is a little ditty called Marvel Ultimate Alliance Three: oh. The Black Order. Just a little ditty. <clears throat> yeah. This comes from Team Ninja. Uh, came out on the Switch. Did it really come from Team Ninja? Yeah, dude. I had no clue. Um. I loved the Ultimate Alliance series growing up and was extremely excited when they announced that it was coming back. Um, I loved playing through this for a couple different reasons. The game is by no means perfect, mm -hmm. but it does handle the Marvel Ultimate Alliance style very, very well. Mm -hmm. um, I played through the entire thing with you, Darren, mm -hmm. uh, Alistair, and Senna, actually. The four of us played through the entire thing together. Mm -hmm. uh, we played it over summer vacation. Yeah. Um, and I had a blast. And it, like, it was one of those experiences where like Al was up until like, 4 or 5 in the morning with us. <laughs> um, and like we were all like, just couch-locked for hours playing it. And I haven't had that kind of cooperative couch multiplayer experience in a really long time and this game delivered it in spades and like for Senna who's not really much a much of a gamer at all she fell in love with you know characters that she recognized right she I got her into the Marvel movies and now she's a huge fan herself so it was awesome like seeing her trying to figure out which characters she wanted to use she loved Scarlet Witch she loved Storm so like just seeing her kind of find her way into the game and then just all of us teaming up and fighting together. Uh, I thought the game was the perfect length. I thought the story was great. Um, the DLC is supposed to be solid as well. So how do you think it compares to Ultimate Alliance One and Two? I honestly don't remember. Hmm. Like I don't. I played those games when I was younger, so like I don't remember the story as well. I don't remember the, how well the mechanics stacked up. Like I don't. I don't remember, and I have, I've never played them since. Right. Um, so as far as I know, as far as I know, I'm not sure to be honest. But I really liked it for what it was. And uh, in a year of a bunch of great games, um, this was, I think, a really good game that meant a little more to me. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's awesome. Darren, what's your number two? 
Oh, my number two is Outer Wilds. And um, Outer Wilds is not only... And I'm going to spoil this uh, for for Alistair, because Alistair wanted to try and guess what all my games of the year would be. And, uh, or games of the decade. Uh-huh. And I'm going to spoil and say that Outer Wilds, I liked it so much, it's actually on my top ten games of the whole decade. And Your personal list. M- my personal yeah. list of, of what I, I choose, not what I think define the decade. What I just, right. Ones that I lo- thought like the best. Um, and I didn't think it was going to be in my top... I knew it was going to be in like my top three games of this year. I didn't think it was going to be my number one game of the year. And this is the only one that I'm going to give a number. I would okay. say this is my number one game of the year. Um, I Something I haven't talked about that I kind of felt in, inside, but I didn't... I didn't like understand it until I watched uh, the No Clip documentary that just came out today or yesterday on the creation of Outer Wilds. Nice, um, man! Shout out to No Clip. Yeah, they do amazing documentaries. Um, there's a whole theme in the game of kind of like nostalgia and acceptance of circumstances, um, and just this whole theme of like just dealing with things in your life that can't necessarily be controlled and the without spoiling the ending of the game really was very powerful to me and the longer I think about it the the problems I had when I originally played it with some of the puzzles being too hard kind of like melt away and like the message of the game stays with me and I think that this game is is worth it just for people that want to see, um, yeah, kind of see those kinds of themes in the game and also who are willing to just explore without, explore for exploration's own sake. Uh, because the game, as you've seen yourself, Matt, doesn't have a main objective. No. You it, just play it till it kind of ends. Yeah, it, t- it kind of tells you, like, here are some things you might want to check out. Yeah. And that's it. But I've just never played a game that has that sense of adventure, that sense of self-directed exploration so well. And it does come to, like, a great climax at the end. And that's the one thing that surprises me. Like, I'm definitely going to go back to it and try and tough it out. And like I said, like you said, hopefully as I learn the controls more, Mm -hmm. it'll even out for me a little bit. But I've heard that the the story of the game, even though it's not, like, in your face, is extremely powerful. And right now, I just don't get how it could be. No. So I'm very curious to see how it builds. I really don't think you'll... feel that until closer to the end uh but just oh it, it, it's great and like i had something else i wanted to say it's completely lost now all right well, <laughs> it's lost in the outer wilds yeah <laughs> destiny what's your number two my number two is in most which i talked about on the podcast um it's also a game that chucklefish played a hand in but they didn't actually produce they produced it. They didn't develop it. Um, Inmost was a really great game. Like, it was short, but it told, like, this amazing story. It was, like, dark and sad. And um, just some of the animation style in the game for, like, what you usually think of as, like, sprites. Like, they thought so much about, like... You can just tell it was a labor of love. Um, I... 
I don't really know what else to say about it. It was just really good. The thing that surprised <laughs> me, I think, when you told me you were playing it, because like I hadn't heard about it until you mentioned it, and when I looked into it, I was like, man, this is A, doesn't really seem like a very Destiny game, mm-hmm. but B, like, you kept playing it, even like at lunch breaks at work and stuff, which like and I like I, never play. You games. never play games at work. <laughs> like this one, like, this one, you were like, "Yo, did you bring your PS4 controller? Can I use it for a bit?" Like, like, just something. And like when you were playing it, you were just in it, like in a room full of people. Like everybody was like chattering and stuff, but like you were just locked on this game. And like for me, that was the first time I'd seen you like that, and especially in an environment where like. You know, it's lunch break, whatever, where right. everybody's just trying to come down a bit. You were just like, I'm going to play this dark fucking game. No, it was good. And the thing is, is that I don't like scary games, right? right. Like, and there were definitely some scary moments in it. And another thing was, um, it, it's on the Apple Arcade, but it is a game that you should probably have a controller to play. And I surprised myself that I kept playing it without the controller and actually beat it because like there's a delay so oh. I died like a lot but I was just like I, I really wanted to see what the story was about yeah and I think going. that's like it was that captivating the arts yeah the art style is what pulled me in originally but like then playing it it just starts off on such like a weird cliffhanger and you're just like what the fuck and so like as you're playing this character like the whole time I'm trying to figure out like like, I'm dissecting it as I'm playing it. Like, what's happening? Why is this happening? Who is he? And to be honest, like, I didn't figure it out. Like, it was completely... And I think that's what really made me, like, excited at the end when I completed it. It is not at all what I thought was happening in the game. And that's oh. funny, because you usually have a pretty good knack for knowing where a story is going. Yeah. And for a game to blindside you, I think, speaks a lot to its story. It really did. Man. Man, okay. That's... So cool! I want to play it. I still haven't. Like, I don't I know why you haven't played it. Because I don't have any Apple products to play it on. Um, is it on Steam? Yeah, I think as well? it's on Steam now. Okay, I'll check. I'll check. It I'll on check. Steam. Uh, Matt, what was your number two? My number two. Sorry, it, uh, in most is on Microsoft Windows. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, so you, yeah, I can find it on Steam. Uh, my number two. So before I actually tell you what the game this is, and I don't think it's going to surprise anybody given how I've been talking about it lately, but it's actually the reason why I asked you guys to postpone our Game of the Year talks. Huh? We were meant to do this a couple weeks ago and kind of have it come out before 2019 ended, but then I started playing Disco Elysium. Yeah. And uh, so it comes from... It's published and developed by... Z- I don't know how to pronounce... Z-A slash U-M. It was based on a novel actually but I started I picked it up after the Game Awards after it won Indie Game of the Year and I've heard a lot about it in the last few months but like it was always like oh it's on PC like I'll wait for it to come on console like I'm not one to usually play games on on, on PC but there was something that I just there was something in the back of my mind the more I heard about this game that I was like I need to play it so yeah, I picked it up on the Steam holiday sale and from my first few minutes with it something about it grabbed me so viscerally without me kind of understanding why and usually I don't put games that I haven't finished on my list but I can't really like I had a day where I was gonna be like I'm gonna play all these video games but like I said all I did was play Disco Elysium I the writing and the way that the story has kind of unveiled itself so far like the game takes place in days and like you have like hours and minutes and like there was stuff like uh, I was getting annoyed because you had to 
pay for your hotel room. Yeah. But depending on conversations and depending on where you go and who you talk to, you can find another area for you to sleep. Okay. And it's like I went on this. I'm not really going to spoil anything, but like there's a side mission where you find a church and there's a lady studying something in there, but there's also a bunch of like um, cyberpunk, like punk music people camping up beside it who want to turn the ra- the church into a ra- into a, like a rave dance club. Oh my god. And it's up to you whether you want to help them or kick them out and stuff. And like right. it's shit like that that like the game continues to surprise me with the story that it's telling with the dialogue with everything about like like it's one it's the first game in a while that's got it hooked in me so deeply that like I'm not playing it and I'm thinking about it. That's so cool. And like just I can and from what I've heard the game just continues to get better. So I'm super super excited to keep going through it and like I would probably call this my game of the year yeah. if I had more time with it. Yeah. But right now, I think it solidly deserves a, start, a, a spot in my top three. And I'm so, so excited to keep playing it. That's because awesome. For a game, like I said, that doesn't isn't usually... like I love RPGs, but I'm more of a JRPG mm-hmm. player. But this game has me completely hooked. You're making me want to play. It's yeah. so good. It's just like, the dialogue can be ridiculous. Like, there's... Uh, another little side quest that's again like these things just kind of happen it's up to you whether to do them or not yeah. like my list of quests and side quests is so long and the game doesn't differentiate between side quest and quest oh, it just really? tells you here are all the things that you can do right so I'm talking to a lady outside a bookstore and she makes a comment about birds and like your inner monologue is like I should find out what my spirit bird is <laughs> and then you go on this random side quest and you can choose through this like bunch of different birds what your spirit bird so is? I chose uh, I'm a fuck up a two <laughs> it's a type of cockatoo that I decided to invent for myself <laughs> so like it's it's so so good so like if if heavy heavy RPGs with like a lot of dialogue options and a lot of reading like it's really closer to a visual novel with running around in it than it is like a standard RPG because there's no like there's no combat there's no combat yeah. everything is handled by, by like through dice rolls um, but this game is super, super special, and like when it does come to console next year, I highly recommend anybody who's on console to play it, and if you have PC, don't fucking wait. Like, get in on this game, because like I'm so happy I went in as blind as I did. Yeah. So Disco Elysium is definitely in my top three games of the year. Um, and I'm getting a new PC tomorrow, so I'm hoping that I'll be able to play it very soon. It's not graphically heavy, so I, I no. think you'll be fine. I- uh Darren, though, what's your number three? Well, so before I get to my number three, I was going to say what you said really quickly triggered my brain to say what I want to say about Outer Worlds before. Outer Wilds. Oh, my God. And it's because Disco Elysium seems like it has this same thing where it's like the the personality that you put into it yeah. is what makes it so special because it feels like your game. Yeah. And Outer Wilds does the same thing, and that's why I like it so much, is that because it's so open-ended in what you can do, that you're basically creating your own adventure because the order that you find things will kind of color your judgment of the world and the lore. Right. So by the end of the game, you really have created your own adventure, and that's mm. so special. Nice. Um, and then, so for my last game, I am going to say, uh, before I say it, exactly what games I played that came out in 2019. So you can see what I'm comparing this to. I played Kingdom Hearts 3, Resident Evil 2, Dark Pictures Anthology Man of Dan. Outer Wilds, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, and Control. Mm-hmm. And so, out of all of those games, the one that I want to pick for my final one is Control. And I picked Control because despite the technical issues that I had to suffer through at parts in that game, which 
allegedly have been fixed for the most part. This game's narrative really gripped me. And it has influenced, like, the what I want to do outside of the game. And I want to find more media that has that kind of style. This, like, X-Files, bureaucratic, mysterious, like, uh, brutalist style of, like, narrative of, like, sci-fi meets the government yeah. <laughs> meets um, things that just cannot be explained. Right. Um, it definitely has a very, like, eerie sense to it. Yeah, I've... Like, I love this game from start to finish. I know the combat has... The combat's, like, kind of mediocre, but, like, for me, it is, like, quick enough and you feel powerful enough that I still think it feels exciting the whole way through. I love the combat. I thought the combat was great. Yeah, and Control is a game that needs a sequel. This world needs to be more explored because my favorite genre of like anything is things that cannot be explained things that are beyond imagination where people cannot scientifically deduce what's happening i think for me like when i played through control i got really like uncharted one vibes from it interesting comparison well like i just mean in terms of like there is a great game in here yeah and i think with a little bit more time a little bit more money a little bit more behind it i yeah. think it could be an amazing game yeah that's what i mean when i say that like I, I will definitely be picking up the expansion pass and the dlc for this game right uh to see if maybe that like elevates the experience more yeah, for sure um, cuz yeah i think that the, and it apparently it sold really well for remedy good uh the developers who made the game and like i'm happy because I want more control. Yeah, I'm curious to see that if we will, if we'll get it. I'm sure the expansion will hopefully sell well. So yeah, let's see. Uh, Destiny, what's your last game? Um, I don't really know if I want to pick this as my last game. Is it Cookie Clicker? No. I have to give a Cookie <laughs> Clicker clicker update later. Remind me. Um, I would have to say like this year. One of the games that I really enjoyed, but I didn't play very much of, was Night's Night in the Woods. Mm-hmm. Um, I just liked the art style, and I liked... Because I don't feel like there's a lot of, like... There's not a lot of combat in it. It's more like a story-driven, and you're playing as this character who's got all, like, these mental issues. But I didn't finish it. I ended up watching the rest of it. Mm-hmm. But I just really, really liked that whole aesthetic of the game. Without spoiling anything, I so I also played Night in the Woods. I also loved it, finished it. Um, without spoiling anything, was the story going where you thought it was? Yes. Did you? Okay. Yes. For me, there was one point where I was like, what? What the fuck? Like, <laughs> At, after when, a certain turning point? I think, like, I don't know how to say this without spoiling it. I think at some point, like, in the back of my head, like, it felt like some show I had seen before. Right. Where weird things started happening, and the culprit behind it was... Right. ...what it was. Yeah. So, like, towards the end... Because they... All the characters seemed too sane for it to just all be, like, in the main character's head. Right. Everything that was going on. Hmm. Um, what I thought was weird is that, like, nobody else seemed to realize it, even though people had been, like... 
Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. You know, okay. I don't want to. So. I don't want to get like. I'd be really curious, Darren. Have you played it? No, never played. I'd it. really be curious to do a spoiler cast on it once you're done, because I know it's a bit of an older game. But I thought like the story was super interesting. Like, and there's a certain point where you're like, for me, like we had a certain moment, and I was like, I think I know where this is going, and I was mostly right outside of like a few major glaring things. Mm. But I thought that the writing in that game was superb, and I think it nailed that kind of lost college student feeling that you have after you finish college or university or like mm-hmm. in that part of your life I think it nailed it well I think because it pulled on a lot of the creator's own feelings and insecurities yeah like looking back on it yeah I thought the game yeah, I agree I think yeah, that game super special it's a game I always meant to get around to I just never bought it yeah so you can I'll, catch, I'll have to pick it up yeah now that you have a switch and you can take it on the go you can probably catch it pretty cheap when it's on sale yeah uh, alright my final game uh, is Fire Emblem Three Houses. Hey. And this is the one that I'm going to put my Game of the Year stamp on. Ooh. Which is surprising for me. Um, this comes from Koei Tecmo and Intelligent Systems came back out in the summer. Um, Fire Emblem Three Houses surprised the shit out of me. Really? Because I have been a Fire Emblem fan ever since the Fire Emblem game that came out on Game Boy Advance back in the day. And I loved it for what it was then. And I've been touch and go with the series since then just because, like, apparently it got really amazing again on the DS and 3DS. And I started Awakening, which a lot of people said was, like... The best one. The best one. And I put it down. Like, Mm -hmm. I think there was just, like... I don't know what it was about it that didn't grab me as much. I think, like, the difficulty spike in that game, from what I remember, was a little much. Three Houses and its almost, like, personification of Fire Emblem just, like fucking grab me and like I got like the um, they, they, they did a switch year in review and they tell you there are three days that you've played the most and two of them were you know January like second or third so we were on break or whatever so I was probably playing a bunch but the, then the other day was like a couple days after Fire Emblem Three Houses came out because like I was glued to it <laughs> I was glued to it the way that it took Fire Emblem and, and gave it like that day-to-day structure, giving gave it the spend time with people and give gifts and run around and then bringing in the Fire Emblem combat into yeah. it, it would make, making it tighter than ever before because they got rid of like your standard rock, paper, scissors, scissors combat and yeah. they and they kind of evolved it into much more and like the way that you could class your characters and reclass them and you can make them anything you wanted. So, and the fact that the game I haven't gone back to it because I want to. I want to go back and do the other story routes because the game is drastically different in terms of, like, the big battle sequences are obviously not too varied, mm-hmm. but, like, the, the run that I did, Blue Lions, fucking go Blue Lions, um, <laughs> didn't get me the true ending of the game, and that's not for, like, a lack of consequences or choices. It's mm-hmm. just, like, that was the story told from their perspective, and your influence helping that side win more and more changes where the story goes interesting so there's a there is like a tr- quote-unquote true ending route which i want to go back and do because so does that mean that only one of the houses will actually give you the true ending yes but it's one of the houses based on decisions uh, okay so there's there's a couple there's there's a couple major turning points and the game gives you a heads up before yeah. you make them yeah um but like even knowing that I didn't do the true ending route, I loved the game. Right. And, like, it didn't take away from it because... I get, so, so can you get the true ending with every house? No. That's kind of obscure. That's, like, kind of annoying if you're putting, like, 60 hours into a game. The, and then... more, the more you play the game, the more it makes sense. 
And, like, again, like... It, but you just wouldn't know starting the game, though. The thing is, it's, like, the game is very different depending on which house you choose. Yeah. So, like, and like I said, true ending isn't really, like... It is and it isn't, but, like, I loved my time with it despite not getting the quote-unquote true ending, okay. which normally would make me very upset if I didn't get the true ending. Yeah. Um, the game's great. The combat's great. The characters are fantastic. The story it tells is super fun. Uh, I... It made me love Fire Emblem again after being away from the series for a while so Fire Emblem Three Houses for me was my game of the year and I loved every second of it that's exciting I'm really excited for you to play it we all picked very different games we all did well I think that's just because we're different gamers I know but like I thought I thought maybe you and Matt would have we'd share fun. one or something like I that I thought so too and I think if we made the list longer we probably would have Maybe. But, um... Yeah. I don't think I'll ever share any of the games that you guys play. We'll sign up. We got, a lot, we got another I'm just saying, because you never talk about games that I would probably play. The only yeah. thing is, is that I think now, because I have my laptop and he's getting his laptop, we're both going to be more able to play the PC side of stuff. Yeah. Because uh, I, I, I have physically been unable to play PC games for, like, the past Number three years. years after my laptop got outclassed. Yeah. Even indie games are actually pretty heavy so. for my piece of crap. Yeah. Uh, I'm curious to see what the next year will bring. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So this next, um, so that's that's our games of the year. That Woo! side of the conversation is done. And this next part, which I've explained to Destiny and Darren a little bit, but it's something that I've been thinking about a lot over the last couple weeks, um, kind of leading into the new year, leading into everything that has been going on. And I kind of just wanted to talk about us. Mm-hmm. The main kind of angle of this podcast when we first talked about it was video games and mental health, right? Mm-hmm. And the reason that I wanted to talk about it is because mental health for me and my personal mental health has been pretty all over the place the last few years. Mm-hmm. Um, without getting too specific, uh, I was in a car accident a few years ago that left me pretty banged up mentally and ever since that point I've kind of struggled to get back to the person that I felt like I was before it happened Mm -hmm. and there was a lot that fell out of that but I feel like for the last fuck four years as of yesterday it's been something that has just sat on me and has not let go and I'm not great at talking about this shit and I feel like I leave a lot of it kind of inside just because I don't want to bother people with it or I feel like it's just kind of been there and like went to therapy for a while didn't completely jive with the therapist she was very nice but like I just didn't feel like I was getting what I wanted out of it Mm -hmm. and it's just been this ever-present thing for me so it was over the last couple months and ever since we came back to Korea actually that like I've started to slowly more and more kind of hit my breaking point and what I mean by breaking point isn't like a emotionally destructive one more Mm -hmm. so of that like I'm so tired of not talking about it Mm -hmm. so the things that I am proud of because I I mentioned to you guys I wanted to talk about something that we are proud of over the last year Mm -hmm. is just I feel like and Al this is going to go back to us coming to see you last summer in 
with Cassie when we went to talk about wedding stuff, but I had a long conversation with 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 Cassie's mom, a friend of my mom, and she basically told me because that's when Sen and I were first considering to come back to Korea because that was one of the main things why we wanted to come back for was was I needed a mental health break. I needed to get out of the situation that I was in and try to do something better. But we had a long conversation, and she kind of looked at me. She was the first person outside of Sen, obviously, to look at me and say like, "If you need to go, go." And I'm really proud that I did. Because moving back here was super difficult and as hard as it's been at points, I think it's let me get back to the point where I'm like, I'm ready to take control of my life again. And that's not to say that I've completely lost control or anything, but like, I just feel like, especially like there's been a couple of major points along this year. And I feel like starting this up with you guys was a big one. Hmm. And just, I, you know... I want to feel like myself again. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I attribute a lot of that to Senna and my family and like the fact that I was lucky enough to have friends and family fly out here for our wedding celebration on this Mm -hmm. side and the fact that we did this. And honestly, Darren, having you here in Korea and Destiny, meeting you in the first place, I feel like you've both given me more than I think you realize. So, for me, what I want the next year to be is just getting my shit straight again. And I feel like it's not even like this new year, new me thing, but like I feel like, no, but seriously, but I feel like with getting on this fitness thing again and knowing that it's going somewhere and just starting to put more things into things that I care about, which I feel like the accident and just everything that I was going through back home, like hopping from job to job and just this kind of endless whirlpool that I feel like I couldn't, couldn't get out of. Um, I feel like I'm finally at a point where, and I feel it in like throughout all of me. Like there's always been like days where I'm like, it's time to get better. But like the last couple weeks I've been like, I'm fucking doing it. Like I need to get my shit straight. I need to work forward again. And like, I just feel like, now on well yeah yesterday would have been the four year anniversary like it's just I'm ready to let go and to move on and not to say that that's going to be perfect and not to say that it's not going to be difficult or it's not like I'm going to backslide but the reason why I wanted to talk about here was because I don't want to just not talk about it anymore Mm -hmm. so what I want for myself and what I want for this podcast going forward is I want to throw more of my energy behind it because I feel like I was really behind it at first and then the last couple months like it's just kind of felt more and more like you know we're, we were getting used to it right and I feel like I need to and I have been putting more behind it lately and I feel like in my own life there's more that I'm doing just to kind of take care of myself which I haven't done in a really long time so for me what I want 2020 to be is is for this to become something that we're all comfortable and happy with, along with me becoming someone who I'm comfortable and happy with again. So, again, I know I didn't tell you guys too much about where this was all going to go, but, like, I just wanted to open the floor because I know you both have been thinking your own shit, right? But I just, it, however much you want to tell you, however much you want to talk about, but for me... I needed to get this out and I wanted to do it here with you guys 
on the podcast because I want not to not talk about it anymore. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, guys. She got serious there for a second. Well, I mean, that takes a lot of courage for you to come out and, and say all that. That's 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 it's really powerful stuff. No, it's just like I said, I don't mean to blindside you guys, but like I I wanted to say it in front of you guys. And I wanted to say it to everyone listening. So that like when we listen to this years from now when we're rich, famous and massive podcast personalities, <laughs> I can look back and be like, I did it. Well good for you. Like really, honestly, like good for you. That's it's it's not easy dealing with that kind of stuff it's it's not in any way shape or form so i mean yeah this has been something that i know you wanted to do being this this podcast is something you wanted to do forever yeah and um you should be proud of yourself you should be proud of yourself for actually going through with it Hmm. and you've taken a lot of steps to to better yourself so Congratulations. Thanks, man. And again, like, not to, like, fucking make this all about me, but, like, I just, I wanted no, of for course. us. I wanted it to be us. But, yeah. So, what, Darren, what do you see for the podcast going forward? What do you want it for it to, what do you want for it to become? Well, I, I would like, I would like to, for it to come to, to be a kind of place where people can like hear that side of video games and like what they mean to us to like that capacity mm-hmm. um because a lot of i don't know i honestly don't listen to a lot of podcasts right um but at least the ones that i've seen i don't really know of too many that kind of delve into that especially in as like a, a gaming focused podcast I, I would I want yeah I want it to be a place for like very honest and frank discussion about topics that might be hard to talk about and things that are you know you know don't have easy answers and things like that mm-hmm. um, and I think I think we're doing a pretty good job heading in that direction and I, I'm I'm just very happy with what we've accomplished so far. So I agree. Yeah, I, think, I don't really know where else that I could go. No, no, that's <laughs> totally fine though. But like, that's what I mean. Like, I wanted us to get it, you know, recorded so that we can look back on it and think. Yeah. You know, Destiny. What about you? What do you think? Oh man. <laughs> um. I was really happy. <laughs> um. I don't know. Like, like, where do I want the podcast to go? Obviously, I want it to be successful, and I want people to listen to it and enjoy it, and, and I want the dog to like it, too. <laughs> um, you hear a barking, sorry. But I think, I, like, there's a part of me that understands where you're coming from when you're talking about creating something from the ground up. Um, and it's, it's a struggle. Like, I've been doing our webcomic for a few years now. Have you plugged that yet? In terms of like... I don't think you've ever mentioned it. No. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> so Seriously I've been... Though. Maybe 
next talk. Okay. But um, yeah, no, um, I've been, and it, it's it's me and my team, and it's a team of three people, so it's kind of like this. Mm-hmm. But um, the difference is, is that they're in the U.S. and I'm here, and um, there is something that happened that was really dramatic that made me finally decide to come to Korea as well. Um, and then just a lot of shit happened in Korea that was just like, oh my god. And um, this is one of the positive things that I'm doing in Korea right now. But um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just, um, I don't like talking about this. <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, I just want... I feel like um, everybody is working so hard and like life is just like a struggle sometimes and I feel like I know where I want to go I just don't know how to get there I think that feeling is incredibly relatable because I don't know for, for me looking back like when I was younger I'd see adults and I'd be like they all know exactly what the fuck they're doing. They have their shit so together. <laughs> yeah. And now, like, now... Now we're man. their age, and it's like... <gasps> what are we doing? What the fuck? But those were also different times, and people For had sure. different ideas of what success was. And yeah. our era has come from this place of where we are being fucked over just trying to get an education to get to that point... And that is the stressful thing. You know, the, I guess the really stressful thing is what makes me so unhappy is that, like, I felt like I did everything that I was supposed to do. And it didn't get me where I wanted to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, your parents were like, oh, you know, work hard, go to school, get your education. So not only did I go to college once, but I went twice and I got my master's and it was still, like... Especially because, like, a university or college education, just that enough, just that isn't enough anymore. But you went through the master's, and, like, again, that's supposed to be the kind of, the ticket in, right? To open up the door, you know? And still it wasn't enough, and it's still not enough. And the fact that I feel I had to come to Korea just to pay off student loans, you know? And it's just, it's depressing. (laughs) (laughs) I know, like, a lot of, like, I know at work I seem like, (sighs) it's just really hard. I know it is. (laughs) So, I really hope that this is successful for all of us, and even if it's not, it's it's nice that we're able to come on to this, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) No, don't, don't be sorry. (laughs) But that's what I mean, I just... I just want things to go okay. I'm so tired. Mm-hmm. I know. I know. Here's hoping that 2020 is better than 2019. Yes. Yeah. So I'm trying to, like, be more positive and, like, speak what I want into the universe. And I'm not giving up, but there are days that I want to give up. Just give up. And when I mean give up, I mean, like, everything. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, such a terrible thing to say. Like, people, like, get really upset. But it's, like... Oh, that's, like, a whole nother talk. But, like... (laughs) I just... I want us to do well. Even if this doesn't go 
the way we want. Like, I hope some people can get something out of it, you yeah. know? So that's, Re- that's really somebody all you that can it, do, yeah. you know, is just hope for the best. Have it reach somebody that it really helps them. Yeah. And that's why I think it's, it's so important to have these kinds of discussions. Because, yeah. like, we... Having honest conversations this is, like, the only way to have, I think, real connection with somebody sometimes. And I think that it's... Even, like, I mean, we joke about being famous and, and, and rich off of this, right? But, like, I think kind of like you guys said, if we just, if we reach one person, if we reach one person who listens to this at some point and goes, okay, I, the, what I'm feeling is what they're feeling and we, we can figure it out. We can, we can kind of, we can get through it together because I don't think enough people talk about it and I don't think enough people talk about it honestly and openly and... I think it without, leaves people feeling isolated when enough people aren't talking about it. You know that's what, what I'm I mean? saying? Like, and, like, sometimes yeah. you try and talk about it and you're met with judgment or you're met with dismissal. And it's, like, however you're feeling and on good days or on or on bad, like, just know that we care. Mm-hmm. And seriously, write in. And, you, like, like I said, email burnoutwriter7 at gmail.com. Like, it's there's no judgment there's no bullshit it's just we want this community to grow and to be a place that can foster these kinds of discussions without the vocal minority troll motherfuckers that we find online and I'm sure we'll get those someday but like know that what you're feeling is something that I'm sure at least one of us have gone, has gone through and absolutely and I think it's super important because we come from three very diverse backgrounds we have three very different stories and I feel like it's important to hear that mm-hmm. so guys it's just I'm like I said I'm sorry I sidelined you with this but like I just okay. I want to start this year off with a promise to try and I don't think that like, like I said regardless of it goes exactly where I want it to or it goes the way that we all hope it will for us to at least have this little corner of ours where we can talk and hopefully reach somebody. I, I don't want that to ever change. I don't think it will. No, I don't think it will. Not at all. I mean, it might change a little. No, but I mean, but change in for good the ways. Yeah, like change for growing. the better. Like we might wear hats one day. Probably yeah. not. <laughs> <laughs> we, might, we might wear upside down hats. <laughs> yeah. um, that would be something special, right? You yeah. know, and just to say, hearing you say all that, and then having you invite me onto it like that means a lot because evidently this is something that like you've wanted to do like for a really long time so thank you well it's it's funny because it's like when I I've, I've talked about doing this podcast with Darren to death for a while and it was like nobody wants to hear just the two of us in a room and talk <laughs> you know what I mean it, there was always something missing and like the the closer that we got and the more time that we spent together I was like shit like she has a really unique opinion she has a strong she's strong she's confident and like she's unapologetically herself and I mean that in the best way possible so like you've helped me become more of that as well because like I've always wanted to be everyone's friend to my own detriment Mm. and I feel like I am so the opposite. <laughs> but, like, I, I think that's why we balance each other out so right. well. The fact that, like, 
So we had planned to go out together on New Year's weeks ago. Yes. And then I told Destiny, I'm like, I know it's the day you guys get back from Japan. <laughs> you f- you fucking coming out. <laughs> and she messaged me that morning. She's like, man. <laughs> I'm like, Destiny, no. No, no. Not today. Motherfucker, you are not pulling that shit. <laughs> and if we started with Destiny saying, I'll come from 1130 to 1230. And I was like, Eight to twelve thirty. She's like, "What? No!" And we like haggled our way down to a metal ground where she came out, and she a came earlier and b stayed later. So, but I think that's why like I'm not hyper focused on everything around me anymore. I'm hyper focused. I'm I'm trying to be more focused on the things that I care about rather than just being focused on everything. It's not enough energy to care about. It's everything. really not. And that's what I mean. And that that was a lesson that took me a long time to to learn and meeting you was that final kick in the ass that I did. Seriously, <laughs> no. Seriously, though. Like, I mean that positively for myself. Oh, okay. Like I mean that, like, I didn't say you, like, you kicked me in the ass. It's just that you being who you are without you even realizing it can make changes for other people. And that's why when we met and as we got closer, I was like, she needs to be heard. You guys, you don't even understand. Before Matt met me, like, our other co-workers warned him about me. Yeah. Actually. Some, <laughs> oh of the, some of the people that left were like, watch out for Destiny. <laughs> yeah. But that's because, like, look, it, it's not, this is going to sound weird, but I don't go to work to make friends. I go to work. To and, do a job. No, seriously, yeah. because, like, in Korea, being black in Korea is a complete, and being female is a completely different experience yeah. that you guys will never, ever really comprehend, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, my job didn't, at first, they weren't going to hire me just based off of my photo, mm. right? Because I'm hot. <laughs> kidding. <laughs> Anyways. She's <laughs> like, this she's... Rihanna lookalike, I'm just kidding. <laughs> she's going to make all the dads leave their wives. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we can't have her here. But, no. <laughs> Jokes aside. Um, so, I feel like I have to work doubly hard. And that's another thing that, like, just makes me sad about being here is, like, how hard I have to work to constantly prove myself, even though I've already proven myself, right. yeah. you know? So, and I'm I'm so happy that you were so nice because I was so bitter the first <laughs> week. No, you don't understand. I, I was terrified. <laughs> I was so angry because of some things that had happened at work that I was thinking about just leaving. Yeah. And um, Matt was just always really nice. And I I explained to him, and I was like, it's not you. This is what happened. I'm really sorry. I can't change how I'm being. And he's just been, like, super fucking positive, like, all the time. Like, all the time. Like, if I'm having relationship issues, which I always do... He's always like, well, Destiny, da 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 you're being stupid. I know I'm being stupid. <laughs> but you've become, like, one of my best friends here, mm, really. Likewise. And I just, I don't know. And I, don't I love know. you. You're such a good guy. I love you, too. And Darren, like, for us, I mean, we've been each other's cornerstones for as long as I can fucking remember. Mm-hmm. Like, we met, what, back in the fifth grade, and it's just been this one long, giant video game cocaine-filled journey. <laughs> I, can't I love more. the cocaine. I need more. More cocaine. Oh. Give me some of that white stuff. 
But like that's what I always say. The fact that you came over here and the fact that you did it based on my word and yeah, you son of a bitch. Yeah, I'm son of a bitch. <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm in. Um, we we've been through so much together that like when we were first talking, when I first started thinking about it, like it was an easy first pick, and seeing you fight and grow and just I feel like accept yourself more and more even when it's hard even when you just call me you're like I just, like and the fact that I'm super proud that you do that more often where you're just like you just call and you say hey I need to talk for a sec yeah because again I think if we we gotta talk about it so I'm glad that you because really you were the first one to get personal on this podcast a few months ago Mm-hmm. And you were the first one to say, "Hey, like I'm just I'm things are kind of hard right now." And your courage in that moment was what let me get to doing this today cuz like I was like short of breath when we first started talking. Like I was yeah. like I was nervous. Like it's it's to put this out into the world and just like and again, like I'm just doing it so that people can talk. But like seeing you do that at first, man, it takes so much courage and I think you just I think you're starting to count yourself out a little less and I think you deserve to know how good of a guy you are and how strong you are and the fact that we're doing this together, the three of us together, and even through, you know, the different ups and downs that we've had just in the last few months of doing this because it's not easy all the time. Yeah. And like coming here after working a full day and and pulling out all the energy that we can, like kudos to the to you both for I'll never forget that fucking second podcast <laughs> that we lost. Oh my god, the we, first one we lost and we had to do it over. The second podcast that we ever did, we got drunk doing it, and then we went to export and everything was gone. We recorded video, we recorded audio, everything was gone. And at that moment, I was like, fuck me, they're gonna leave. Yeah, <laughs> it was like, I was like, they're good. it was like 10 o'clock on a work night when we knew we were at work the next day and I was like, fuck me, they're gonna leave. And you're both like, okay, let's go. Let's just do it. But like, it couldn't have been two better people by my side for this. So, Destiny, thank you for always kicking our asses. Darren, thank you for always being there. And, and, Matt, and Matt, thank you for bringing us both on this journey because yeah. we would not be here without you and to the people it. listening sorry it's gotten so mushy all of a sudden <laughs> yeah, but like but i think like i don't know i just feel like our last few podcasts have been like i just want to thank you guys for <laughs> yeah. but i really feel like you don't hear that enough you know like you don't hear the appreciation that you have for the people like yeah. when you're listening to things so unless they're doing an acceptance speech for an academy award or something <laughs> like that so, yeah, no, I'm glad that we're just being ourselves. Yeah. And I love that none of this is ever fucking scripted. No, no. it's off the It's cuff. just Even who my we questions. are. Yeah. Yes. Well, you, I think we can tell that one. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. And to everyone who has stuck with us, who has been by our sides through all of this, I know you guys, we thank you guys last week, but again, just one more time, join us for the rest of the ride. We're going to be in this for a while. Tell your friends, tell your mom, tell your dog. Tell Goofy, tell Goofy's son, tell Max, tell tell Max, (laughs) tell everyone because we want this to be a place where people can give a shit. Also, we will be having some guests coming on and some really wonderful new topics and all kinds of great shit (laughs) happening. Um, 
this coming month and the following year and like we're working to actually get you guys more content not just us but people who are in the industry people who make music in the industry people who own bars that <laughs> are all about gaming like we're trying to get like people from all walks of life who have something to do with gaming and each of them have their own little story because let's just face it everybody is fucking crazy and we all have something <laughs> to talk about so yeah, please stay tuned because you will not want to miss out on some of the new guests that we're gonna have on our show. I feel like no. this is the level up. This is the point where we're gonna, this is where we're gonna go at it even harder. So stick with us. Yeah. So, Darren, anything left to say? Anything in the tank? Anything? My not, tank is empty. Anything tickling that? Taint. Taint? <laughs> <laughs> no. no. <laughs> Destiny, what about you? No, I think I think I said it all. I'm sorry for crying. No, I don't. I almost fucking did. I if, was right there. If you bring up my tears, fans, I will come for you. <laughs> She'll come and no. drink. No, I was I, I was. No, no, no. <laughs> you, you, stopped, you stopped me at the wrong part. You said it. You took so long to say it. There was it. a big pause. There was a huge pause. She'll come. She'll come. I was going to say she'll come and drink your tears. Okay. Okay. I guess. That, I, also, I, that also works with a comma. Yeah. <laughs> she'll come. And, and drink, drink your tears. tears. <laughs> English right. is hard, guys. Yeah. Good thing we're teachers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you once again. Darren, say bye. Destiny, say bye. Goodbye. We'll see you guys next week. Catch us everywhere. We love you lots. Peace out. Love you. Ha 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 ha. Oh, God. Oh, fuck. I can't believe you've done this. <laughs> <laughs>